All right. Hello. How's everybody doing today? Um, this is uh, Monday. Obviously, Mondays can be a struggle because it's the first day out of the out of the week. So everybody's struggling to get to work today. So, but I haven't been here on here for for a minute, and I just want to come back here. And I felt, I guess you can say, I felt led to be on here, or I just want to be on here. And I wanted to bring the word on t today. Okay. All right, Father God, we thank you in the name of Jesus for the word. Lord, use me for your glory, your honor. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, have your way right now in Jesus' name. Amen. So, all right. So I have, I'm, I'm going to be coming from the book of Colossians, and I'm going to be talking about a few things here from the word of God and things that you you all probably, you, you all know and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, all right. Uh, Colossians 2. Uh, chapter two, verses 20 says, if you died with Christ to the elements of this world, why do you live as if you still belong to the world? OK, so what I have here, I have I here I have second Corinthians 517. But before I even talk on that scripture on second Corinthians 517, because I believe it goes with uh, uh, Colossians two and 20. It says here again in the in, in the, the book of Colossians verses uh, two and twenty. If you died with Christ into the elements of this of this world, why do you live as if you were you still belong to the world? So that is a good question. Why do you still act the way you do when you were when you were not saved, right? And we we all have a past, right? We all have done things when we're not saved. And before I getting more into this. I have other scriptures I can I can go deeper in into this here before I get deep into it. Uh, but this is very important because a lot of people say they're saved, but they still do things that are not uh, not of God. You know, right. I, I understand that the, the, the term, but I'm not perfect. Right. Or, you know, I'm not God. Right. But we strive to be just like him. Right. We strive to live holy. We strive to live saved. Um, everything is, uh, okay. I, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to live, I'm going to live saved, right? I, I want to be saved, but I still want to do what I want to do. You can't do that. Right. We're, we're not of this world. We're basically alien, pilgrims, uh, right? So I'm trying to say it right, the right way, excuse me, but, um, we're, we're aliens in this world. Once we're saved and we're, we're, uh, a new creation, um, right? We're new. We're, 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 we have died. Our old self have died, right? And our new self, you know, this is us. We're, we're, uh, we're new in the Lord. You know, that, that's what we're supposed to, we're supposed to be. We're everything about us is supposed to change. We're supposed to be a new creature, creature in, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Right? Um, but, you know, and we know that uh, Jesus Christ, he died on the cross for our sins so we can be reconciled with God, but also be saved. And so we have the opportunity to be, to be saved and, and reconciled with God and go to him and, and be who he wants us to be. You know, that does not give us the right, even though this is once again, this is a choice, a choice to do it. You know, we can choose to, you know what, uh, play both sides of the fence. But at the end of the day. Who's going to lose? We are <laughs> because we're going to we're going to uh, open our eyes and open our eyes in hell. 
We're going to go to hell, right? But we don't want to go to hell. Uh, we want to make it to heaven. So we, we need to turn the other way and say, you know what? I am a believer of Jesus Christ and I need to act like it. That's the whole purpose of, of, of getting out of the world because the world, they do their things. You see, they do what they do. We're supposed to be separate. We're supposed to do what we do, you know, and that's of God, everything of God. Our focus should, should, should be mainly on Jesus Christ and, and following the word of God. That's what we're supposed to do. Amen. So I have here other scriptures. I have here uh, my title for in the Bible is the new, the life of the new man. Amen. So uh, Colossians 3 and 1 says, so if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Amen. Let me read that again. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Verse two, verses two, three to two, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. So for this and to me, uh, I know that personally we need to, uh, our mindset, you know, isn't, you know, where it needs to be. You know, we, 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 we look at things, right. And you say, you know what, we look at material, material gain, right. Gain. Hopefully I'm saying that right. We look at material gain very, very, very highly, you know, and, you know, we look at cars and that's part of, of material gain. We look at titles, you know, we'll get uh, people. People love authority. You know, people love all that stuff. People love jewelry. People love money. People love all this. Right. Um, but we're as people of God. Now, we're supposed to be people of God. We're supposed to be separate from the world. This is what the world does. They look at they look they that's what their focus. Their focus is on earthly things of how can I accumulate uh, now, how can I look to my future and accumulate and keep accumulating money, keep accumulating cars when you, don't, when you really don't need uh, more than more than two to three cars? You actually need two, depending on your family size. To, this is my opinion. But anyway, but this this is what they do. We're we're not supposed to be like the world. We're supposed to be separate. We're supposed to be uh, our 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 whole thing is to be is to look up to God. And to be focused on him and, and, and focus on things above how, how can, what can we do for the kingdom of God? Not what can we do for ourselves on this planet? Because we're just, like I said, we're aliens. We're just passing through. Everything is temporary on this planet. Nothing's going to last forever. And you know, that that's the key. Nothing is going to last forever. We need to put that in our mindset. You know what this, you know, this, this stuff is temporary, you know, our focus should not be on earthly things. Our focus should be on heavenly things. That's where our, our focus should be. It says here, for, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. So remember, like, like I said, we as people, when you confess your sins and believe in your heart, you are supposed to be transformed, right? Uh, everything about you is supposed to be new. You're supposed to be a new person. You're supposed to you're supposed to be follow the word of God and you're supposed to be you're supposed to move yourself from the world system. Anytime you are not moved from the world system, 
and you continue to do what the world does, you are not fully uh, delivered. You're still in the world system. You have not given up. Uh, you have not given up um, the world, uh, but you can. You know, you can fully give up. You just have to. You can fully give up. You just have to fully want to give up, right? And everything is a choice and a want. You have to fully want to be uh, a believer. And everything is a, it's a choice. We all have choices that we have to make in life, right? And this is a choice, salvation or hell. That's all it is. And that's all That's all it's going to be, you know? Amen. Uh, verses four, when the crisis, who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Uh, so for this, you know, so I, I, to me personally, I, I think, you know, in, in the revelation when, uh, I'm not going to get too much into verses four. Um, uh, that's not what really I want to talk about, but you know, I, I look at the revelation and at the end of how, when Jesus Christ comes back on a horse and all this, you know, he's going to have some of the saints come with him. I look at that, but I want to talk on verses five here. Therefore put to death that what belongs to the, to the earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. So God, this is personally, I look at idolatry and it's, it's a commandment. Um, it's basically, you don't put nothing before, uh, basically put nothing before God. Uh, don't worship anything because in the biblical days, they, they had worshiped a lot of, they had a lot of, they had a lot of idolatry and God didn't like idolatry. He doesn't like adultery. Um, he is God. Uh, but the rest of these things, greed, evil desire, lust, impurity, sexual morality, sexual immorality is so common. Even in today, people having sex, having babies, right? It's nothing wrong with having babies, but it ha to me, I think it, you have to draw a line when, uh, uh, when, when, when you do have children. When, when, when I talk about that, what I mean is it's nothing wrong with having kids when you're in marriage. That's what I'm talking about. There is a problem when you do have kids outside of marriage. You know, you have kids in wedlock, right? Um, and, you know, sexuality is, is very common. You know, it goes with homosexuality, <laughs> you know, uh, basically just having sex, right? Just having sex, adultery, fornication. Having sex, 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 sex is, I'm not saying sex is bad, but what I'm saying, people miss, people use, they, they misuse sex wrong. You know, they use it in a wrong way. Lust is also something that's a problem. Um, uh, lust can also be connected with the covet and covetous. And, and the Bible says that I should not covet, right? Um, and covet can be, I want your wife and you lusting after somebody's wife. So I had put that connection with that because that's, that's a big deal. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to do that. But if you see here, evil desire, e evil, something that's wicked, evil, uh, that's something that you want to do. You want to do it. Greed that you want to agree to something that you want to continue to have, even though you don't, you don't need it. Right. That could be money. That could be uh, multiple cars. You're gritting over that. Like, no, I want more. I want more. You're not thinking about other people. Right. But and then also, which is idolatry. Um, all these things are something that 
sinners that sinners do, non-believers do. This is something that the body of Christ do not do, right? So uh, when you're a new creature, you don't do these things at all, you know, right? You don't do these things. You're not supposed to. You're 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 a new creature. You, you know, you're supposed to follow the the Bible. You have to follow the Bible. Uh, let's see here. Verses eight. I'm, I'm jumping down here to verse eight. Uh, but now put away all the following. Anger, wrath, malice, uh, slander and filthy language from your mouth. You know, these things we have to these things should not be uh, should not. Uh, it shouldn't be out. It shouldn't. This is excuse me. This a believer should not be doing these things. A believer of Jesus Christ should not be associate associate with these with these 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 things here. If a believer is is associate or connected, excuse me, that's a better term. Thank you, Jesus. If a believer is connected with these these uh, words here, with any of these, well, you know what? I want to say this. You do have a, we do. Uh, like I said, we're we can go to God. We can go to Jesus Christ for, for forgiveness. And we also can, can ask God to help us in the situation. And he will deliver you from these, these things. But, but it says here, put away the following. So you do have the ability to put, to not do these things, right? God can help you, but you do have the ability to say, you know what? I'm not going to do this no more. That's just like saying, you know what? Um, when it comes to eating food, right? And you say, you know what? I, I saw myself in the mirror and, and I, you know, and I don't like what I saw. Well, what, what are you going to do about that? You have the ability to, to not continue to not eat processed food because all this food out there, all these restaurants, some, some of these restaurants, these food places, they have food that are not good for you processed. because I, I look at me and look at my situation, you know, I'm a vegan. So I thank God for being a vegan. And, and I think I'm going to be a vegan for, for a while. For, for at least six months or maybe even a year. My mom said for about a year. I think I'm going to go that route because you know what? It's, it, it not only helps, it, it not only helps your health, helps your, with your health, which is, it's helping me, but it also is going to help me lose weight. And so I thank God because you know what? Uh, it, it's, it's not that bad, right? You know, it's really not that bad being a vegan. It's really not. Um, it's actually, it's a blessing. You know, but but some people can do it. Some people can't. That's why they, they got vegetarians and stuff like that. But people can handle what they can handle. But, you know, you look at this, but now put away all the following anger, wrath, malice, slander and filthy language from your mouth. And all these things we have to put away and we can all we can we are we are capable of doing that. We are capable of doing that. I look at some sinners. You look at some non-believers. I'm going to call them non-believers because I think that sounds a little bit better. Uh, well, you know, it, I think it, it sounds better, but some sin, some non-believers do not, you know, some non-believers, uh, I would just say this. I can't say some non-believers don't curse. I, I think personally, some non-believers do things, uh, don't do things that some non-believers do i'll just say that um and and i believe that's truly a fact but i also believe that 
a believer in Jesus Christ, we're not supposed to be doing these things. That's what I was, if you're a new creature, you're not supposed to be doing these things. Amen. We're not supposed to be doing those things. Uh, verses nine, uh, Colossians uh, three and nine. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old self with his practices. Um, so here, um, if you're if you're a new creature, right? Um, and and the the uh, the Old Testament, well, the the Old Testament, where which the commandments came in into play. Uh, thy should not bear false witness against thy thy brother, right? Basically, you should not lie on your brother, right? Uh, you shouldn't lie at all. Lie to one another. Um, you should always tell the truth. Um, to, you know, should tell the truth, right? They say tell tell the truth and shame the devil, right? You should always tell the truth in in any situation. Um, but you shouldn't lie to nobody since you you since you say you're saved and you're a new creature, right? You shouldn't you shouldn't be able to lie. You shouldn't you shouldn't lie at all. That's what the Bible says. You shouldn't lie at all since you put away the old self with its practices, right? Because when you were in sin, you would practice these things because it was something natural that came to you. Because when, when you're in sin and you do things that are not of God and you're disobedient, that comes natural because that's who you are. But when you are saved and you give up the ways of the world system, then this is who you are now in Christ. You don't practice these things anymore. You actually practice living the word of God and you practice being the believer in Jesus Christ. Uh, verses 10 says, and have put on the new self, new self, you are being renewed in knowledge according to the image of the creator. So God is working on you. It also helps for, it also, it also helps that you're, uh, helping as well. It's like a 50, 50 situation. And what I mean is as a person, we read the Bible, believers are supposed to read the word of God. And you can also, uh, do reference on your word on, on your scriptures to, to know what that means because you do have false you have you do have false teachers out there who may tell you uh, okay what well, this what, what this this scripture may, they may tell you excuse me I, I know i'm stuttering here and there but i'm trying to get this information out the best way i can but uh, you may have false teachers you may have false teachers out there you may have people who come with philosophy and and give you all kinds of uh all kinds of false inf information that's not even true in the word of God. That's why it pays to uh, read the Bible and study it. That's what it does. So you can understand for yourself. So you won't be led astray. That's very important. Amen. So let's go down. To, uh, I'm almost done here. Uh, I haven't did this for a minute, but but I thank God that I, I got on here and I'm able to share some information. I believe the more you the more you do this, the more I do this, the more you get better. Um uh, Colossians 3 and 12 and Colossians for uh, 3 and 14 and 3 and 16. And we'll be uh, going to Colossians uh, 23, 24 and 25 and uh, Colossians 4 and 2. Amen. So let's go to uh, 12. And my title, my scripture title for this is the Christian life. Okay. Uh, verses 12 says, therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So these things uh, as a Christian, and this is, and, and being a believer is a life of itself, right? And so this is a Christian life. This is what we're supposed to be doing and 
and supposed to be putting on. We're supposed to have compassion. We're supposed to be kind. We're supposed to have humility, right? We're supposed to be gentle. We're supposed to have patience. We're not supposed to pray for patience because you'll go through, you'll go through a lot, right? But no, we're supposed to have patience. So if you don't have patience, you can work on that. That's something that you can do. Um, humility. If you're not humble, if you do not have, have humility, don't worry. God will humble you. <laughs> right? No, really. He will humble you in, in a way. Uh, right? If you exalt yourself, he will humble you. If you humble yourself, he will exalt you in time. Uh, gentle. Now, kindness, gentle go together. Compassion goes together, right? We don't always want to be throwing a hammer down on people, right? Um, in a way, right? Because um, God, Jesus Christ was compassionate. He, he was compassionate towards people, right? I, I, and, and, I, and I get it, right? I get it. Um, I, I know the term of three strikes and you're, you're out, right? But those are like three, three choices, three chances that you get, right? Um, but I believe that people deserve compassion, right? People deserve compassion, even though people don't give compassion, but we all, but those people, those same people that don't give compassion deserves compassion. We do. Jesus gives us compassion all the time. He gives us, I believe mercy goes with compassion because without mercy, we'll be in trouble. But I thank God for the mercies of God that we have compassion and I thank God for compassion that we have mercy. Kindness. It, it's something that uh, is something because um, as believers, we're supposed to be kind to one another. But that's not the case. You know, that's really not the case. Sometimes we're very, we're very rude to one another and that's not of God. That That's of the world. And so that's a problem of itself. Right. That's a problem of itself right there. Gentle. We're supposed to be gentle to one another. Um, that's a problem of itself if you're not gentle. But we're supposed to be gentle to one another. That's what the Bible says. And if you're not following the Bible, you're you're being disobedient. You're being very disobedient. But we thank God for the, the, the mercies and, 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 and compassion of God. But those things run out. Amen. Verses 14. Above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. So we know God is love and um, love is something that we have to put on. Um, you know, love, we have to love one another and then we have to love. You know, we have to love unbelievers, the unbelievers as well. This is what I believe. I believe that you have to love everybody, even your enemies. You have to love anybody, everybody. You have to even pray for enemies. Those who mistreat you, pray for, pray for them, uh, feed them, give them some water, basically treat them with the respect and love. Right. Um, I'm not saying don't hang out with them or nothing like that, but that's something that you have to do. Amen. I hear second Corinthians five and 17. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, the new creature, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. So, Anytime you become saved, everything about you is supposed to change. Everything. Everything. Um, if you're saved and you're still doing the same things that you're doing, that means you truly have not given up to God. You're, you're still holding on to those things. You know, and those things are of the world. Amen. 
So uh, Colossians uh, 3 and 23, whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord, not for people. Verse 40, uh, 24, knowing that you will receive the reward of inheritance from the Lord. You serve the Lord Christ. So uh, here, um, the, this is very important because a lot of people like people are people pleaser. People are people pleasers. People like the uh, please people rather than God. And you see it. You see it. You know, I don't want to say nothing else, but I think that for this. Um, here, you have to, you know, you have to do everything from the heart because God, he looks at the heart. He looks at your motives of everything. And if your motive, if your motive and heart is right, he will reward you, you know. Uh, we don't want to be pe people pleasers, but we want to be pleasers of God. Amen. And that's why what really want to say, I don't want to go into any other details about what other people, what the people do, but people do things. Right. But we know we want to pray for those people and we need to tell people the truth, even though they may not like it, even though they may be convicted. Right. Because conviction is good for your soul. Right. Because if you are convicted, right, you have the chance to get that right. Amen. Uh, verse 25 for the wrong for the wrongdoer will be paid back for whatever wrong he has done. And there is no favoritism. So. Here. Um, here, I have a scripture to back it up. Um, I don't know if I have time for that. I'm going to be going to work pretty soon, be driving to work pretty soon. Um but it's Galatians six, uh, Galatians six verses six uh, through. I mean verses seven through eight, and that and that talks about you know if you reap uh, from the flesh, uh, you'll get destruction. If you reap from the spirit, you know you'll get you know you'll get good things, right? Um, so basically, if if whatever you reap from, that's what you're gonna get. So if you if you reap from from being a horrible person or whatnot, you're going to reap, you're going to reap that. But if you're a good person and you do good things and, and, and everything that you do is good towards people and whatnot, things, good things are going to come your way. Uh, you reap what you sow, right? What goes around comes around. It's a saying in the world, right? Um, but here, if the wrongdoer, the, for the wrongdoer will be paid back for whatever wrong he has done. Uh, Bible says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked, right? Uh, so, you know, don't deceive yourself not thinking that God's not going to do anything or that person's not going to be, it's not going to get, get what's coming towards, towards him. We don't, we don't ponder on those things or we don't, we don't rejoice, but we pray for those people, right? That God shows mercy and kindness towards those people because they're going, they are going to reap what they, what they sow. That's just the, that's just the Bible. Amen. And I also say there's no favoritism. There may be favoritism, favor, favoritism with people, but there is no favoritism with God. So we're all the same in God's eyes. We may in our eyes, we may say, you know what? Well, he's better than him because of what he has or what status that he that he comes with. But at the end of the day, uh, God is God. Right. And we're not, you know, and, tongue sister. God is God. You know, we're, we're not God, but he's God. So I thank God that he is God and he's sitting on the throne today. Um, amen. So let's see here. Uh, last scripture here. 
Um, and this is Colossians 4 and uh, 4 and 2. Uh, and this is very important here. Colossians 4 and 2. Devote yourself to prayer. Stay alert in it with thanksgiving. Right? So, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17 says, pray constantly. Amen. Pray constantly. Amen. Amen.